What it do? It's your boy Young Soul, and I'm chilling with the double E, Ina Esco, on the Verbally Effective Podcast. This is I Make Mad Beats, CEO and founder of Unapologetic. I'm here with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm John Corns, and I'm verbally effective because I'm your guy in real estate, I'm your guy in entertainment, and I'm your guy in the Memphis community. John Corns earned a Bachelor of Business Administration with a concentration in accounting from Lemoyne Owen College and has used that knowledge in various industries, including airline, medical, and government. He is currently a real estate affiliate broker representing local, national buyers, and international buyers and sellers of real estate investment and personal properties. John is also a real estate investor owning properties in various parts of Memphis. John has been a licensed affiliate real estate broker since January of 07. He strongly believes in community involvement and has exhibited this through his fraternity, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, the Memphis City Schools Connect Mentoring Program, and by annually volunteering for the National Civil Rights Museum. He also sits on the board of directors of the Fraser Community Development Corporation, a leading CDC in Memphis, and the Freedom Preparatory Academy Charter School, where he also serves as treasurer, which he helped guide from one school to now one of the leading leading charter school networks in the state of Tennessee. John is also a current board member of the National Panhellenic Council Memphis chapter and is a former board member of Alpha Memphis Education Foundation. John is the proud father of one daughter, Sharita, a graduate of Emory University who recently got married and had a child. He is engaged to get married this fall to his fiancée, Natalie. The City of Memphis Office of Business Diversity and Compliance offers business services that include workshops, trainings, classes to improve or start your business at our Entrepreneurs Network Center, gain access to certified MWBEs, increase visibility to small businesses, and assist your company with reaching MWBE participation goals. Feel free to contact our office at 901-636-6210. And at the City of Memphis, we mean business. Verbally Effective Podcast, thank you guys so much for listening today. I have with me John Corns, your favorite realtor and your favorite man of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, hey, Ina. What's going on? <sighs> you know, preparing for Lemoyne Homecoming. Yes. How about you? Yes, I'm ready. Look, hey, I'm ready for LOC Homecoming for real, you know. The Alphas, we do it big every year. We get a tent every year. Yeah. We get T-shirts every year. We oh, hop every got year. Shirts. Yeah, yeah. We we order shirts every year. Every year. Every single year. I I saw quite a few bras on the yard today. Um, good. Because I had to speak to the SGA, and of good. course they wanted to take a Alpha, aka picture. First fam. First yeah. fam right. pitch was which picture which was cute, super cute. Mm-hmm. And they already did. Beta Zai Alpha's already didn't tag me in their pictures. I was like, oh, they showing love. Absolutely, absolutely. Alpha's always show love. Right. Especially especially to Beta Tau. You yes. know, and EE, you know, so you know, we you know, Alpha's Elamorn have, have been known to show love to all all like Greeks around the state. That's you know, true. so we you know, we good people. That's true. That's true. Before we jump in the to uh Lemoyne homecoming. Uh-huh. I want to start with you, John. What part of Memphis are you from? 
Um, I'm actually from Binghampton. Binghampton. Yes, yes. Born and raised half of my life in Binghampton. So those out there, you know, who who are from B- Binghampton, I'm BBB. BBB. I don't know right. about BBB. Exactly. If you if you're not from <laughs> Binghampton, you might not know what BBB stands from. Uh, stands for um, my family. Actually, we moved. Um, my my grandfather moved from Somerville, Fair County, Tennessee. Built like four houses in Binghamton on Carpenter Street, right across the street street from Lester. Lester was my first school. Uh, my grandmother stayed on Hale Street in Binghamton for like fifty years. So my roots go deep in Binghamton. You know, wow. yeah. So what what high school did you go to? Tresman. Yes, what yes. was you doing over there at Tresman? Tresman, Mighty Bear Tresman. So half of my, like I said, my my childhood, we moved to Fraser. Back when 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 Fraser was the new mecca, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it was the new mecca of 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 communities, you know, uh, newly built back in the eighties. So uh, went to Georgian Hills, ran track, ran track at Tresman, played football for one year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be honest, you know. Why just one year? It got cold on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> so you was, but you was a track athlete. Yes. What did you run in track? Yeah, uh, in uh, high school I ran uh, one ten hurdles, three hundred hurdles. Uh, did the long jump and mile relay. I can see you doing those. Right. Yeah, I was, I was, I was all state in in, in track and field. Okay, all yeah. state. Yeah, all state in track and field. So I was, I was pretty good in track and field. Now the football team. We had we had a, a great football team, uh, but they ran the football. Mm-hmm. I was a wide receiver. I go out and catch the ball. Then I was one of the smaller guys, so didn't hardly get any you know playing time. I think I caught one pass. That was it. So, so you like forget football? Yeah, it got cold on the bench. So, <laughs> but what made you even like you know go to football since you did all the track? Uh, the girls? No, 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 no. I I really it's really odd. I really went into girls. You what? Know? I was a nerd. I think in high school I was I was quiet. I didn't I didn't blossom until college. Lamorne brought it out of you, didn't it? Lamorne did. Black college HBCU <laughs> did for real. I I wouldn't even think that, John. Yeah, yeah. I was I was quiet. I was I was really super quiet in school. I had maybe a handful of friends. Mm-hmm. You know, that was it. But you know, football. I was athletic. You know, I was fast. So I wanted to. I wanted to play. So. Other than sports, were you in any other type of organizations in school back then? Uh, a little SGA, mm-hmm. and then I did some, uh, like, I, I took this class called Industrial Chemistry, mm. which was really cool. It was it was one of a kind in the state of Tennessee where they actually taught students, high school students, how to run the same machines that you have, like, in Sharon Plow in Buckman Laboratory. So I, I was really a science, you know, really a science kid in high school. So I knew how to do all of that. And and one of my science projects in school was actually testing the lead, the, the, the content of lead in Memphis City Schools pipes. Whoa. What, what right. were your findings? My findings were we had some issues. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> some major we, issues. We, we had some. I'm not sure if they were major, but they were they were definitely issues. One, I remember uh, Bruce Elementary. Uh, they had some high content. Uh, Central High School, Devon's alma mater. I know Devon's, you know, rep rep Central. You know, mm-hmm. they had some high content. So it was pre- predominantly your older high schools that 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 were built with those lead based pipes. You know, that that had some very high content. Mm. So 
So did they take your findings and do anything about it? You know, I'm I'm not really sure what happened because uh, I had like you know the whole laboratory book and and everything and the thesis and hypothesis and all that stuff. Oh, I remember that. Right, and um, and and I remember maybe a few months ago they were talking about lead-based water in Memphis City Schools. So I wish I could find my book and be like, hey, I already did the research. You know, hey, y'all need to look at this. It might be worse. Right, pay me. (laughs) I cut the check. Right, release my finance, you know. Wow, that's interesting. But I know uh, Bruce Elementary has has since been rebuilt. Uh, So I'm I'm just not sure about, you know, the other schools. Wow, so as a senior, When you were trying to figure out what college you were going to, did it happen right after you graduated? Uh, no. Uh, so real, real interesting story. Um, back then, and I think they still do this. Uh, kids have to take the ASVAB test, right? And so that's like a military, and, and I think it's mandatory for for men, or it was. I've never heard of this. The ASVAB test. ASVAB. Yeah, A S F A S V A B. I'm not sure what it stands for. Uh, but it's it was to really lev- gauge your level of competency to see what branch of the military you could go into. Mm. Now, I wasn't the most studious person in school, you know, but I was smart. You know, I I I didn't study um, hardly, and I would make like B's in math and you know algebra algebra too. I was I was always you know naturally good in math, so and I was um, and I, and I was good. Uh, as a test taker, even if I didn't study a lot of the material, I, I was always a good test taker, you know, if that makes sense. So I took the ASVAB test, and I scored high, and the Air Force recruiter kept coming to my house. <laughs> and I remember we stayed in Raleigh at that time, and he came to the house like two or three times, and he would always say, come on in. They'll hunt you down. Right, right. He would say, come on in. We're, we're the Cadillac of all the services. Mm-hmm. You know? My dad wanted me to go to the Air Force. Really? Yes. Really? How come you didn't go? I, I did not want to go to the military. Like, uh-huh. I come from a military family. Uh-huh. I just I wanted, I knew I wanted to go to college. Uh-huh. I wanted to experience college. Right. I right. just, I was, and my dad was like, but you want to travel. You could travel the world. I'm like, I'm thinking military. I got to go to war. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, you worried about war. Yeah, I was back worried then. about war. Yeah, but, um, that, was that the Gulf War? No, that was before you. That was before me. Yes, for yes, I think that was the one my time though. But, so what uh, happened with the so, test so, and the recruiter? So what happened? Uh, two things happened. One, even though, like I said, I wasn't really social a lot. I really went into to girls. As a senior, I had my daughter. Mm, okay, not it's a right. girl. I'm, look, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling like you. a one-time thing. I'm tell, basically, yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Seriously, John? seriously. Wow. Seriously. So you was like, I can't go, my baby here. Yeah, but that, yeah, that was one thing, and then two, um, uh, I ended up getting a track scholarship, some offers. Mm-hmm. So I got uh, uh, scholarship offers to Lamont on, of course, and Tuskegee. Mm. Right, so I started to go to Tuskegee, but again, my daughter was here, so wanted to stay, you know, close to her and close to family and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. and shout out to Eddie Cook, uh, who recruited me from uh, from uh, Tresman High School to run track as well. So, wow, 
you know these HBCUs have good recruiters because Nedra Brown recruited me, came to my house and recruited volleyball. me for volleyball. volleyball. You yes. did play volleyball, yeah. Yes, okay. yes. So did you know you wanted to go to an HBCU in particular? I did not. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't even really thinking seriously about school. I was really seriously thinking about going into the Air Force. So it it wasn't until uh, again Eddie Cook came and talked to me. He's like, hey, you know. Yeah, because because he was the coach at Manassas for a few years when we used to run against Tresman used to race against Manassas, and you know of course you know our our track team we were really good we won the league city and regional like five years in a row. Oh yeah, I was cold. Yeah, in track and football, right. you know. So yeah, yeah, Tresman we we put out some studs back then. Mm-hmm. So. So he recruited me, and you know I, I've been over to Lamorne and, and ran track. So wow! And what time frame are we talking that you mm-hmm. entered Lamorne? Eighty nine, eighty nine, fall eighty nine. So mm-hmm. uh, class of eighty nine, Tresman High again. You know, shout out to the Mighty Bears uh, all over the city doing some big things. But entered the the hallowed halls of Lamorne College fall eighty nine. How as a was freshman. it? It was a different world. I bet it was. I bet it no, was. No, it it was really like the, the TV show. Like it was just like that. Exactly like that because back then, you know, it, it was a lot of pro blackness mm-hmm. and and we're, we're still wearing you know the colorful shirts, the silk shirts. You know, if you look back on the throwbacks, you know, you know, you'll see us and yeah. everything. Um, and 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 then you already you you had your student groups over there. Uh, you you had your Afrocentric people, you know, talking about the motherland for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Greeks were just different on the yard, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and and even with Lamont on, uh, they had so many different programs. There was a job fair every week. There was some type of community thing on on campus every week. There was a daycare once on on campus, you know, yeah. down down in the um, in the bottom of the student center. And the Alphas will go down there on Tuesdays or Thursdays, whatever day, and go read to the kids, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, and then one thing that I, that really brought me out of my shell, I know you mentioned this earlier, there used to be a show or a program at Lamar called Scandalous, mm-hmm. and it was just like in Living Color. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you had your people, they'll go up there and sing, they'll do poetry, they'll do skits, they'll do dancing, and it was all created by the students for the students. Mm-hmm. So that really helped also make my experience at Lamorne really special. It was it was just like, you know, just like school days for real. So with Scandalous, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. type of talent did you do? I danced. You danced? <laughs> what you was doing, like the kid play stuff? Yes, 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 the sliding on the floor and the flipping and throwing people up in the air. Yeah, mm. yeah, I, I danced. <laughs> I, I had to. We got any VHS footage of it? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> so bad the camera files wasn't going back Right, then. right, man, wow. yeah. Okay, so I, I think around that time frame, wasn't the student population at Lemoyne much bigger? It was around maybe eleven, twelve hundred. Yeah. Right. And um and and everybody I think was more involved, you know, with with campus activities. You know, we didn't go home, you know. We hung out and unfortunately I hung out on the bricks too long sometimes, uh-huh. you know. Hung out on the bricks and it was just a lot of stuff going on with that. Mm-hmm. But 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 speaking of Lamorne, so Speaking of Lamorne. I got this for you as well. Oh, 
you. So I know you know you 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 rep LOC. So I want to give do. you this as, as well. Thank you, thank you. What do you call this? Like a lanyard? Yeah, uh, yeah. Chain. Yeah, lanyard. So. Thank you, John. You yeah. gonna have me right for homecoming. Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah, they actually gave those out at um my fraternity chapter meeting last. I night. wanted to know you bought it. But I thought about you, so you hey, did. You did. There you go. Look, thank you. I was like, I'm gonna get this to <laughs> Ina. <laughs> like Ina, I stopped by the student store right before the podcast. <laughs> thank you, John. I really appreciate it. It's um, fine. what I do want to know though, mm-hmm. how did you get into Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated? Okay, so um, I'll be jumping at scandalous. They probably was like, yeah. He gonna hop nah, it. No, that came back to bite me. I bet it did. Yeah, especially because I used to go kick it also at the University of Memphis. Mm-hmm. So I go to, I go to that. You were hanging out. I was, I'm telling you, hey, once I get out there, I just started kicking it. And, and then, <laughs> then, you know, um, my college roommate, Berlon. <laughs> Berlon was your roommate? You didn't know that? I did not know that. What? Yes. Hey, Berlon. <laughs> shout out to Berlon. I was with him earlier this week. For real? Yes. Yeah, shout out to Berlon, Kappa Alpha Psi. Yeah. yeah. Y'all real tight? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Me and Berlon actually met in high school. We were part of this organization. Um, it was actually, now that you think about it, it was sort of like a, a Kappa-based organization. I know. <laughs> Ooh, I bet they came to bite you too. No, they nobody know. So. Oh, okay, they know that. Okay. So we used to throw parties, you know, back in high school. But uh, Kappa League? No, it wasn't Kappa Alpha side Kappa. Okay. That was that was it. Like the Kappa League before Kappa League. Right, exactly. Okay. Right, the precursor, I guess, if you would. Um, so me and Berlin used to stay right there on Patterson, right across the street from the University of Memphis. Oh, trouble. Trouble. Epic house parties, though. Epic. Yeah. So you all stayed there while going to Lemoyne. Yes. By University of Memphis. Yes. Y'all had the best of both worlds. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Okay. I used to kick it on campus at Lemoyne and U of M. As a matter of fact, a lot of people, even even some of the younger younger alphas, they think I pledged at Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, but I pledged at Lemoyne. But I, but I also used to step on campus with the alphas at the University of Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, so. Wow. Yeah. So how did you become an alpha? Oh, okay. So what, so, uh, I got to Lemoyne and I started getting involved in like the NAACP. Um, and what made you join the NAACP? You know, just just my conviction, you know, about you know helping people. Mm-hmm. And I think I think at that time George Patterson was a part of the NAACP. So me and George, you know, got close and and, and doing community service and everything. And then I, I started noticing the Alphas back then. They used to do everything on campus. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they did the job fairs. Like I said, they read to the kids. They 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 were Mister LOC. They were Mister SGA. Mister everything. You know, they was ran the yard. They, they literally ran the yard, and and then they had the, some cool parties, right? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I think this is really cool. You know, in in high school, I didn't know anything about. Uh, Greek life, you know. Of course, you 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 know you know the cues and you know the campus because I think they're more more visual. Mm-hmm. I would say that I think they're more visual than than other fraternities. Um, and of course, you you hear about Martin Luther King, you know, being an alpha, and and, and I knew School Days, the movie, mm-hmm. 
you know, and of, and of course, the, you know, the, I, I saw the alphas, you know, do do the epic school day scene. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna do that. What is this right here? <laughs> this is cold ice, ice baby, baby. you know, Yay. you know, with the with the Reebok and everything, you know, the dance move. I was like, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna do this, yeah. you know. So, you know, just that combination of of, of the Beta Zai alphas and and what they represented, and then the overall. The overall reputation of Alpha and, and what they they've done for the community, and then school days, you know, they kicked it at that. I was like, you know what, I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was how many on your line? Four. 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 Ace Club. I'm oh, Ace Club. Yeah. You can share a little bit about that process. Fall '93. I wouldn't do it Fall again. Fall '93. Yes. Oh, I would wait. not do it again. Beta Zai, bloody Beta Zai. Bloody Beta Zai. Yeah, yeah. They 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 try to prohibit us from saying bloody. I That's heard. the around my my red because you know. Wow. But yeah, I, uh, it was it was it was a it was an experience that I I, I cherish though. Um, I'm still close to uh, my line brothers, you know, to this day. Uh, me and me and Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. you know, uh, number four, we used to ride to two sessions together. You know? <laughs> I had a riding partner in a session. Right, so yeah, I right. feel you. Right, we used to ride two sessions together. Uh, at the time, I was working at the post office uh, on the third shift, so i get off around 1030. So, uh, you know. With that white t-shirt on. Right, right, right. So I'm jumping in the car. I'm I'm, I'm literally mm-hmm. changing, route driving <laughs> down the street. Seriously, I'm changing clothes while driving down the street. We go to, you know, wherever we go and jump out. I got to go and pick Mike up and, you know, we jump out and link up and mm-hmm. do all of that. So, wow. So, wow. Okay. <laughs> what did Burlon say when you said, I'm pledging Alpha? Burlon, uh, Burlon, actually, I started the process when I was still living at home. Okay. With my parents, so it wasn't until later that uh, me and Berlin became roommates. I'm not sure. I can't remember now if I was still online when I moved. Maybe get moved, or I'm thinking it was after afterwards. I, after I crossed in, we got our first apartment, 600 Patterson apartment number seven. You, you can't forget about. Mm-mm. Think about it, 600 Patterson, 0600 mm-hmm. Patterson, apartment oh. number seven, like the seven jewels. I was like, you know what? This is our place. Wow. How was homecoming at Lemoyne back back then? Um, you know what? They really didn't have homecomings. No? But, well, well, let me say this. They they had basketball homecomings, yes. But they, we really didn't do the 10th and the tailgating thing. Mm-hmm. But I tell you this, the, the actual basketball games themselves were epic, mm-hmm. like I mean, you walk into the gym and you sweating. It's just hot. And mm-hmm. then it to it's it it was really the best basketball atmosphere that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. When you have like the whole faculty, the whole gym, everybody chanting mm-hmm. at at opposing players and and their team. Mm-hmm. You know, can can I say the champions? Right. Because because it's real funny. <laughs> One of my close friends is uh really burly, right? Uh, went to Russ College, mm-hmm. and 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 I always talk about the story how hey, yeah it was a B, you know how he said he really is from Pontotoc, Pontotoc, Mississippi. Yeah, and he had never heard of, of Lamorne, and he always tell the story about how people told him about Lamorne, and it's a big rivalry with Russ and everything. And he was like, you know, I, I just downplayed it and everything. 
And then once he actually got to experience it, one one game, I think we were we may have been at at Russ Lamorne at at Russ, and we took out our keys, mm-hmm. and we shook the keys. Get your hat, get, get your coat, coat, get, get the, the hell on out, out the, the door. door. <laughs> you know. Ooh. You better get out. He said he wanted to fight so bad. I know. I mean, because we all against you. Like, right. what you going to do on our turf? Right, know? right. So, in that atmosphere, it's, it's nothing like today's game when it was really passionate back then. The whole gym stomping and screaming. Even your president, you know, even the school president over there shaking their keys. Man. You know? Man. And it wasn't just that, too. They're like, let's say – uh, an opposing team, you know, he fouled out. You know, the the whole gym, right? The whole gym calling him stupid, or or <laughs> or marking his steps left, right, left, right as he go to the bench. So, oh wow, no, that was lit. Yeah, even even when we went to um, Morehouse, uh-huh. we had games in Morehouse sold out. You know, we we y'all used talking to, noise inside Morehouse. We talk noise down in Morehouse. Well, I know the whole crew had to go up there though. Yeah. Yeah, a few of us did. A few of us did, but but you know, and it, it was sold out at Morehouse. Mm-hmm. That that's that's how how the the atmosphere was back then. I mean, everybody was really were really involved in the college life at Lamar. You know, the culture. You know? It's the culture. <laughs> so, You're right. That right. that's the thing for this year's homecoming. I used to love traveling to Spelman, mm-hmm. um, all of the. HBCUs like in Florida and Georgia. I used to love the experience mm-hmm, I had at mm-hmm, Florida. Mm-hmm. Like I can't let it go. Like right. it's a part of me. Right, you're right. It and is. So a lot of that uh was talked about today because they wanted you to talk about your experiences at Lemoyne while you were there. Mm-hmm. But uh something that they did bring up today, you know, was how can we put Lamorne on college on the map? Mm. Like, how can we change the trajectory mm-hmm. of this school? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, John? I think there are several things that we can do. One thing that I uh, appreciate about Atlanta and, and the AUC and what they did, they they made businesses become vested in the AUC center and those students, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm talking government, you know, leadership, you know, starting from the from the top, the mayor, you know, uh, they they created strategic partnerships with certain corporations and those those colleges. So you had uh, support and you had you had like a pipeline for success in businesses. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that we need to do. We really need to strengthen the business community relationship mm-hmm. with Lamona College, you know. Yeah. You know, one 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 person asked me last night. Uh, actually, Rod Rod Thompson. He's like, "Yeah, don't FedEx have a building over at Lamar?" I was like, "No, mm. no." I, and why not? You know, why 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 is there not a a FedEx building at Lamar? On I'm sure we have alumni that work at FedEx right right now. Right, the, right. Yeah, you're right. Right. Why is there not a an an, an AutoZone building? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, or in, international paper service master. You know, you got all these big corporations right here. Yeah. You know, that headquartered here. He, headquartered here. That that really, you know, could be vested in Lamont, showing that right. they are vested in this city. You know. Right. You know, so right. so education is 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 important. You know, and and I always say, you know, when I become a multimillionaire, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get Lamont on football team back. Yes. Hey, they told me today that it's gonna happen like the next year or so, but I've been hearing mm-hmm. <laughs> remnants right. of 
the football, but you know they got a band now. Right, right. I, was I saw like, that. Where the football I saw team that. I saw that. Like yeah. it's coming. Yeah. But you know what? Like you mentioned, these strategic partnerships. I think a lot of that has to do with the leadership there as well. Mm-hmm. And as you know, we've made some changes in leadership yet right. again. Right. So Dr. Carol Johnson is the interim president. I really hope she becomes the permanent president because mm-hmm. from what I remember about her being superintendent, she was about her business mm-hmm. and she changed a lot being the superintendent of Memphis mm-hmm. back in the day. So hopefully we get the right people in place. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like uh, Dr. Johnson as well. I know she, after she left uh, Memphis, I think she went to Boston mm-hmm. uh, and now she's back. I actually, I saw her. She, she goes to the same cleaners that I, I do. So I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know she was back. This was like some months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I hope that, that she really uh, does some strategic planning, uh, some long-term planning, and creates some partnerships that are needed to uh, not just boost Lamont, but that area as well. Definitely, right. definitely. And, you know, remember Tanya Dyson? Yeah, yeah, of you course. Know, Tanya, um, she'll be a part of the live podcast I'm going to have with the students on next Friday. Okay. But Tanya is doing a lot with the community right. in South Memphis and in that area that designates Lamont on. You know, uh-huh. you got Slim House recorded. Mm-hmm. She's like the direct executive director over there at Slim House. It's like the students don't even know mm. the type of, you know, I guess uh, programs and things that they have at their, at their you know, hands that's mm-hmm. available to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. glad she's going to be on the um, live show so she can good, communicate good. to them right. what's going on. Good, then good. You got Neil Soulsville. Have you ever been to Neil Soulsville? I, I have. I yeah. think it's this weekend. Is it this weekend? Okay. I believe the, so. The Soulsville Festival? Yep. Right, right, yep, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got stacks over there. Mm-hmm. It's just so much over there available to the students. Right. And they don't even know. Right, yeah. So, okay, okay, Mr. LLC. Why why do you run for Mr. LLC? Oh, uh, no, nah, that 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 wasn't my thing. That wasn't your nah, thing. Nah, I, I mean, even, even though I I um was I think it was outgoing in my own segment, but I wasn't that outgoing still, Illinois. You know, I was just still coming into my own, mm-hmm. you know, when I got to college, you know. So, nah. Nah, not 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 Mr. LOC. I I didn't do any offices. I don't think mm. at at Lamar. So. so between '97 and when I graduated mm-hmm. in 2001, and I met you, uh-huh. I would have never thought that you blossomed <laughs> when you hit college because yeah. you was out there, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, you were one of the most, um, you know, hands-on alphas. And when I say that. You really cared about, you know, the bros that were coming in, the, mm-hmm. you know, you and your line brothers. We knew we could go to you if we needed help with anything. Right. Um, you know, you were just like a shining, you know, star like John oh, Corn. We call it John Corn. Oh, man, I appreciate that. Yes. Man. So, you know, every time we see you, it's love. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, some things just click with you and you—, you one of, one of my things is God gives us our talents, skills, and abilities. You know, who are we not to use them to the best that we can? Yeah. And and once that clicked with me, even to this day, I try to do a lot mm-hmm. because it's it's really, you know, too much. To what is what? How I go to whom much is given, much is required. Yes. And and I believe that all of us have these 
gifts and abilities that God gave us, and we should use them to the best that we can. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you see me, that's why I'm doing, you know, A, A B, C, D, and E, F, and G, because mm-hmm. I think God gave me those skills to do all those things. So, okay. yeah. You know what? I would categorize you as a socialite as well. Because like you say, you see, we see you out. And uh-huh. in addition to like what you do with the community, what you do with your real estate business, mm-hmm. you know, you was dibbling and dabbling in the party scene too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, so let's talk about that. So, <laughs> so back to Berlin. Back Berlin to Berlin. Street. So Berlin, okay, so when I was on campus as an alpha, we used to throw epic parties, right? We used to have an annual New Year's Day party the whole city would come to. You know, mm. just shut down, you know, the whole city coming to the Alpha Party. It was, you know, everybody knew that. You know, they go to the campus on, on Thanksgiving. If you go 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 party on New Year's Day, it's the Alpha's party, you know. So learned um, and, 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 and I guess, you know, picked up partying, throwing skills, promoting skills, you know, through through that. And then Berlin when he was on campus, he said the campus used to throw the parties. Now, I'm not sure because I wasn't there. You know, Ina, that's your era. So. The campus did plenty of parties. Good, good, good. So he said good, right. good, good, okay. So, so he was like, you know, yeah, man, you know, won't we come together? You know, you used to throw parties there. And this is my Berlin voice. Mm-hmm. You used to throw parties, you know, you used to throw parties. You know, let's come together, you know, let's do this, right? So we formed this organization called Mecca Productions. Uh, me, Berlon, and then we brought in some other people. Frankie Anderson, shout out to Anderson Construction, one of my homeboys, Chris Dickens, guy I grew up with. Uh, who else was it? Lucius? I can't think of his last name. Guy mm-hmm. named Lucius was a part of it. Mecca um, Productions. Right, right. Mecca Productions. Um, I actually came up with a name for that. And we, we said, you know what, let's, let's just throw some parties, man. So we started off doing. The FedEx ASI MCI parties, mm. right? Shout out to D Ray, D Ray, who used to, who used to do our first uh, flyers. You know, Damien, Damien Ray. I'm, I think you might know him when you see him, yeah. but he did our first flyers, and we were working at FedEx. You know, uh, me and Berlin worked at FedEx. Uh, then you had MCI call centers, ASI call centers. MCI, huh? right? Everybody worked there, right? So everybody worked there, and it was, it was also a segment, you know, of of younger people, you know. So we had people passing out flowers, we passing out flowers, getting our our, our gorilla marketing on, mm. start throwing the parties, and they were epic. We had that's when y'all had to pass some flowers out, and yeah, get it, get absolutely. It in their hand. And 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 you come think about it, they're probably probably helped me come out of my shell because I had to talk to people, you know. Yeah, you know, I had to. You know, it wasn't no, hey, let me send you this on Instagram. No, or, you it know. wasn't none of that. Right. So I had to go up and talk to people. Hey, hey, you know, come check out our party. You know, it's going to be nice, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we we started doing parties, and they were nice. You know, we we dressed up, but we kicked it. We gangster walked or did whatever we had mm-hmm. to do. And we did that, and we shut everybody else down. Mm, you know, production. Mecca Productions. Did I, y'all do advertising on the radio? Not really. Or was it that guerrilla marketing well, just really did it? At, at that time, for the parties, we didn't do any advertising on the radio, but we also had we also had like comedy shows. Mm. We did fashion shows. Oh, y'all did everything. We we did a we did a concert with Goody Mob. Mm. You know when Goody Mob was kicking mm-hmm. it. Good, I think it was Goody Mob. Was it Three Six? It was Goody Mob. And I think Three Six also. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, so we did some, we did some really, really big things for that day, you know. Because I remember, you, you remember the first Friday parties. Mm-hmm. First Fridays couldn't touch us at that time. Ken Griggs. Ken, yeah, my yeah. man Ken Griggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so we we were bigger than the the first Fridays when the first Fridays were were hot, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, Michael. Right, so that's, that's that's where it started. Right, that's that's really where it started. And I always shout out Berlung, you know, for 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 you know having a vision, you know, and 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 us us partnering, you know, you know that's that's my dude for life for real. I never knew you. Yeah, and we were Berlin roommates. Had Man, that type of relationship oh in history. Yes, yes, wow. yes. That is. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go back to high school. So okay, I heard you mention you worked at FedEx. Is that where you worked once you graduated from Lemoyne? Once I graduated from Lemoyne, I did work for FedEx, but also uh, worked for Walgreens. Doing what at Walgreens? I was an assistant manager. Okay. Yeah, they came. Manager. Walgreens came on campus and interviewed me uh, to, you know, go into their management retail program. So you know what, cool. But I, I got my degree in accounting, right? Business administration and accounting. So I said, okay, cool. This sounds good, you know. So I worked at Walgreens, but I still worked at FedEx, you know, because I like money, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I hated Walgreens. Because it, it was just retail, man. If you know the, the and, and it the Walgreens I worked at was on Kirby Parkway, right around the corner from several what do you call it, the senior living facilities. Mm-hmm. And they would come with the coupons. <laughs> and they would come with their strollers. Baby, come show me this. Can't get this out where's this coupon? Where's this off the shelf? You know. And <laughs> and if you didn't have it, man, they cut up. They want that. They want that discount, you know. And then you know the the, the manager used to smoke in the stock room, and I, I didn't like the smoke and everything. And and I knew I was smarter than the manager. <laughs> we all experienced that at some point. Right, right. So um, I I shortly left. Uh, I think I worked there for what one year, two years, something like that. And I'd say, you know, let me go, just go do something in accounting. And then I left there, and I started working for Peabody Hotel Group. I was doing hotel financials, okay. and I think I was the only black person in the accounting department. Mm. Um, so, that, but that was cool, you know. It was for the Bells family, and then that's when I learned business mm. because, and I looked at their tax returns. You know, stuff they don't teach you in school. Mm-hmm. They had over one hundred partnerships on their tax return. Mm. They owned at that time. They owned so much in Memphis, part of the airport, this building, this business. And they don't teach you that in the school. They teach you, you know, go get your degree, you know, get a good job. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't. They didn't te- teach us become business owners and and own this and partner and schedule e this and you know and all this stuff. So I was like, whoa, this is crazy. They're doing all of this, mm-hmm. you know, leverage. Leverage. You know, they might teach you a job, but they don't teach you leverage. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So is that mm-hmm. when you're like, I gotta <clears throat> own me some shit? No, no. <laughs> but else. but it did open my eyes to different different vi- avenues, I guess, of making money and 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 business. You know, uh, it wasn't until later that that I started owning, you know, property and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so after I left uh, Peabody Hotel Group, the Bells family, I think I where did I go? I was a accounting manager for a healthcare organization. A uh, healthcare organization went under. It, it was pretty big at the time. Uh, then I started doing accounting for the casino, mm. Hollywood Casino. 
In Tunica. In Tunica. Okay. How was that? Absolutely terrible. Terrible? The casino? (laughs) It was terrible. Man, because they used to smoke everywhere. There were no, you know, no rules. And and I'm not gonna say nobody's name, but the controller, I I knew <laughs> he was go he was gonna get hit with a sexual harassment suit any day. Now he mm. used to just he would talk crazy to the women. I'm gonna bend you over on this desk. I'm like, what no. the world? At work. Oh lord, you didn't work. like that, did you? Don't I was I, I was scared. He, and this this was way before the Me Too. <laughs> before you know, Me Too. I was like, dude, go get you know something charged on him, right? And then and then they were inefficient, so. In accounting, we have uh, what you call, you know, month end close, right? That's when, it, you know, you produce your financials, you know, balance sheets, income statements, and all this stuff for the month. And then they have this thing called uh, adjusting entries where they want to make, you know, a, a, accounting adjustments, right? And, again, the casino is a 45-minute drive, you know. And I have to go down there, do work, and then they want to review the statements. And I say review the statements every hour or so come back with an adjusting entry to make. Mm. So it was like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. It'd be 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. They're like, well, you know, we'll put you up in the casino room. I'm like, I don't want to stay down here. Right, you let's know? get it done, my thing. Right. So I, I said, why don't y'all just review everything and just come back with your changes and we'll book them all at once instead of having us sitting here twirling our thumbs. Right. You know, and they didn't want to do that. I was like, you know, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, so I left the casino after six months. Six months. Six months. Six months. Went to Hilton, mm-hmm. right? Hilton. Hilton learned. I learned a lot. Uh, did hotel financials, of course. You know, for hotels all around the country. Uh, learned how to do management fee agreements, uh, franchise fee agreements. Mm-hmm. So that really uh, helped set a, a foundation into commercial real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, which, which I do now. You know, uh, so learning. Yeah, commercial and real estate, commercial and residential are, are, are sort of different. You know, residential is more how it makes you feel. You know, how do I feel when I walk in this house? Right. You know, is this and, home? Right, is this home? You know, <laughs> the, the Fido love this. You know, and 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 commercial real estate is how it fits. How do the numbers fit? You know, what type of what we call you know cap rate? You know, what type of return am I getting? You know, cash on cash return. You know, am I getting how how much? Uh, cash flow am I going to get you know mm-hmm. how much does this cost how much does renovations cost you know it's not about the feel it's about the fit mm-hmm. you know two different worlds you know two different languages almost so but I really learned uh, financially you know how the numbers work mm-hmm. you know so that to, date, to this day helps me with commercial real estate because a lot of it's about the numbers you know mm-hmm. so do you uh, mm-hmm. do more on the commercial real estate side than the residential? Or is there a certain um, one that you like to do more? I like to do both, really. Uh, because seriously, man, when you, you, you get people who, who cry, you know, because they didn't think they can buy a house, you know, that's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they just want a house for their mom, you know, their, 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 their kid, they, you know, to to be in this school district, and and they never thought they they could buy a house because nobody. So many of our people are still first time home buyers. You so know, many. so many. As a matter of fact, I'll give you this 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 uh, statistic. Uh, Twenty eighteen, forty six percent of all residential sales were investment mm. for rentals. You know, that's big, mm-hmm. and over half of those were for from 
out-of-state or out-of-town buyers. So literally, everyone buys in Memphis you know, from across the United States, even international. They buy here because so many of our people rent. You, you know, basically, so much opportunity here. Right, right. For, for investors, you know, again, it's about those numbers. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, half, half of, the, of, of the people who live here rent. Right. You know, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I didn't know that over half the people that live half. in Memphis are renters. Yes, absolutely. If if I pull up my um my uh, real estate page right now, I'll show you. You know, people are asking how much is the rent? How much is the rent? Even when I list the house for sales, it just says <laughs> for sale. How much is the rent? How much is the rent? Or or do y'all lease purchase? And I say out of out of ten calls, like I said, seven of them are going to be how much is the rent? At least one of them going to be do y'all take section eight? And that, and that's a percentage wise. Every time that you list a house. But do you think that that percentage <clears throat> correlates with the poverty here? In it does. Yeah. It does. It does. One one. A lot of people don't know the process uh, of buying a house, and they think that because my mama ran it, my 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 grandmama ran it. You know, everybody I see rent. I'm supposed to rent. Mm-hmm. So one is it, it can be a mindset also. But then two access to information a lot of people don't understand that you don't have to have perfect credit to buy you know there are programs out there that not only help you help you build up your credit but they give you money to buy a house mm-hmm. there's one called NACA absolutely wonderful program I've had several clients who come to the closing table with an ink pen and a smile that's it no mm. no money they get they no down payment mm-hmm. no closing costs and they give you below market interest rates. And NACA doing that. NACA. And 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 we we think it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. But I got clients right now can call they they this one lady, nice house in Whitehaven, three one oh nine zip code, one of the newer homes, like four bedroom, two and a half bed, no money down. Her daughter goes to Freedom Prep. Shout freedom out to Freedom Prep. Prep. I yeah. Like freedom Prep. Yeah. Wow. So this program NACA, like mm-hmm. where did it come from? And like <laughs> How are they helping people like this? So good, 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 good question. So NACA was birthed out of a lawsuit between Bank of America and the federal government. So you have a lot of banks out there who have traditionally uh, discriminated against minorities <clears throat> and 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 people who live in the inner city. So lawsuit, you know, they lost a lawsuit just like a lot of other banks. And this is part of the restitution. They gave millions and millions and millions of dollars to this program where they uh, they you know have to give back to the community through this way. Mm-hmm. So really it's funded by, you know, lawsuit money, you know. Are there any requirements? <clears throat> what's, what's interesting about NACA, uh, it's not credit-based. And, uh, and that's like, you never hear that. <clears throat> right. You would think with getting a home, everything mm-hmm. is credit-based. Right, right. What is it based on? It's based off of your personal paying history. That's it. Okay. You know, how long have you been renting? You know, how, how long have you had a cell phone or paid your light bill? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not necessarily credit-based. You know, you can have a 500 credit score and, and, and buy a house with NACA, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people are just, again, you know, access the information. They're like, well, my credit shot, you know, um, I got bad credit. I can't buy a house. No, there are programs out there that you still can buy a house with NACA. And then they have below market interest rates. Mm. So you're paying cheaper than your next door neighbor what on a monthly basis. What's the interest rate looking like? 
Uh, I'm not sure what the exact rate, but overall interest rates are historically low right now. Mm-hmm. So you can get 3.5 interest rate. Mm, that sounds uh, good. Right, absolutely. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this, John. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 08 when the market crashed, mm-hmm. and you were in real estate back then, did you see this coming? I had just, you had just got into real estate. But again, I, had, I was always working in corporate America at the same time. Again, me, I like to work. I like to do stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working in corporate America at the same time, so it, that really didn't affect me at all because I was just doing real estate a little bit at that time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any tips for individual <laughs> home buyers other than NACA? Yeah, do your research. Uh, one, um, a lot of people. One, one, one thing. Run your credit every year because you never know what's on your credit. You, you, you. Everybody in America has access to a free credit report every single year. Mm-hmm. So get your credit report, know what's on it, know what your buying power is. And then once you decide to shop for a house, go talk to a mortgage lender. Matter of fact, go talk to more than one. Uh, one thing that, that I suggest what my clients do, go talk to you know two or three of them. You know, I say two at, at a minimum. Give them all your paperwork. Give them your documents, your W-2, your tax returns, you know, whatever you know they ask for. Do it at the same time. So you shop your profile. Um, so then it only shows up as one occurrence on your credit. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then, you know, just contact a real estate professional, you know. Like yourself. Like myself, John Coins Real Estate. Follow <laughs> me on IG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Follow my boy John Coins on IG. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you this now. You know, you've been very committed to community service, uh-huh. giving back, mm-hmm. whether through volunteering, um, mentoring civil rights museum NAACP. Mm-hmm. um what fuels this passion for community involvement i again I, I believe that no matter where you live you got you 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 should give back you know again it go back goes back to that statement you know we we have these god-given things you know and it's it's not just for us to hold in you know you gotta you gotta share them with the world you know god gave us these these things for a reason you know, not just to sit back and twirl our thumbs. Otherwise, you know, are you living or just existing? Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. What has been like your favorite community involvement <laughs> activity you've done so far? Oh, man. Uh, favorite? Uh, all of them bring about a different, um, uh, a different uh, appreciation. Mm-hmm. You know, now, now I would say with this with Alpha, it's just so broad. You know, people are like, well, why, you know, you can do anything you want to do. You don't have to have to join a fraternity. That's true. But with with, with a fraternity or a sorority, you know, my opinion is you, you can become greater of whatever you are. You know, if you want to kick it, you can join a frat, you can join a sorority and kick it harder. You know, okay. you know, if, mm-hmm. if, if you want to, you know, be, you know, going to leadership, you know, you can join a, a fraternity and sorority. And they're, they're going to help you become that leader that you want to be, you know. And with me, I did all of it. So <laughs> I, I kicked it. it. I kicked it, learned leadership. And also it helped me give back to the community through through different avenues better, mm-hmm. you know. So. Wow. You are like a renaissance man. Yeah, I need, I need the shirt, Renaissance. Renaissance. The R. Man. That's going to be the name of the pod, Renaissance Mind. No, somebody got the, help, help me get the name of the podcast. <laughs> oh, y'all already got it. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, 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 that's part of the, you know, the news, you know, 2020. Okay. 
right? 2020. What's the news? You got exclusive. 2020 is exclusive coming out with the podcast. Yes. yes. What's the name of the podcast? It is Real Estate and Relationships. It's all business. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Shout out to Sana. <laughs> right, right. Super she, producer. Right. So she's going to be the producer on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Right now, you know, I'm doing some stuff that's limiting my time. So <laughs> okay, because right. once you start, you got to keep it consistent. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so we start in 2020, right? Right, 2020. Yeah. And the name of it again? Real estate and relationships. It's all business. I like look right, at right, it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that because I can't think of any real estate pods that. Mm-hmm. That, that I listen to. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely listen to your pod. Because mm-hmm. well, I know you know about some numbers. You know what's right, going on. Right. And, and and everything is 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 relational, right? It, especially in, in let's say residential. You know, again, it's about that feel. You know, it's about that relationship you have with that person. I, I one of my clients, you know, she cried and everything and, you know, because she got a house and and they become clients for life, you know. You know, so you 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 truly build a special relationship with your clients. You know, you get to know the mama. They they come up and look for look at the house with them. You know, the dad and the kids. You know, running around. The kids come up and hug you and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, even at, at closing, you know, some of the kids hug you and all this stuff. So, Aww. you know, it really becomes you know a relationship in that sense. And on the flip side, the commercial side, it's it's a relationship also with your buyers and sellers because they got to trust you. Mm-hmm. You know. You know, once 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 you become the market expert, you know, like I'm selling apartments and everything, you know, you got to tell them, well, this this the the trajectory of this apartment is going to going to appreciate, you know, or no, this this area is not going you know going to be good for you. you got to become the the expert in the that 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 apartment building or that community or that market segment of assets that you know you want to sell. So they they rely on your you and your judgment. They rely on you and your expertise. So you build that relationship in a different sense there. You know. So that's you know really where it comes from. Yeah. Now let it, me ask you this: mm-hmm. like you mentioned, um, <clears throat> if you're buying some real estate property mm-hmm. in a certain area, you have to have the wherewithal to know what mm-hmm. the market is doing. Mm-hmm. Is that information that's already accessible, or is that something that like a real estate broker or mm-hmm. real estate agent, they have access to that information only. Some of it, uh, some of it, yes, some of it, no. A lot of information is accessible, like Union Row. You know, Union Row is a $950 million development downtown. Everybody knows about that. Um, you have uh, Foot Homes, you know, for, what is that, $250, $250 million development, right. Uh, and and I'm selling this apartment complex right there next door. I got a contract on it on Danny Thomas, and it it's up to me to, you know, let people know this is what's happening around this asset. Mm-hmm. Now that information is known, but we have like a database, you know, CoStar and and LoopNet, uh, where the public doesn't really have access to. Where you you can say, well, this is selling for X amount of dollars next to what I'm selling. Mm-hmm. So you're getting this at a good deal or this is too high. So certain information, yes, certain information, no. But overall, a lot of the information is public knowledge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just got to know where to get it. You know, I, I read periodicals on a daily basis almost. I, I click on news stories. Um, you know, I, I really I really study the market, you know, 
just just so I can be a better agent, a more informed agent, so I can better, you know, uh, let everybody know really what's going on with, you know, real estate here. So, so you know, like in Memphis, I often have <clears throat> guests that, you know, they used to stay in certain areas which are now kind of like run down. Like even mm-hmm. you mentioned like Frazier was, what, what was going on well, back Frasier then. Frazier was the mecca, yeah. Frazier was right. hot, yeah. So, I mean, do you have the foresight to see what's going to happen with these neighborhoods mm-hmm. existing today? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so back to Frazier. Frazier has the highest appreciation of home values of any community in Memphis. You know, Frazier is they're you know they're doing an awesome job out there. Frazier CDC, I'm on the board of Frazier CDC. They're doing an awesome job, but people are really buying homes in Frazier. They're nice, they're affordable, they're well built, and the location of Frazier is not too far from downtown Memphis. Mm-hmm. You know, just hit that Watkins exit. You're there, you know, downtown in ten minutes. You know, um, so again, I, I I do study the trends, what's going on, but you also have to look at non real estate items. You know. Uh, like what what happened in Binghamton? You know, they they shut down the Tillman Cove apartments. Apartments had been there forever, and they kicked everybody out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why did they do this? Then then they declared basically the whole community a gang free zone. Mm. So again, I'm from Binghamton. I'm driving through there. I'm talking to people, and they're like, yeah, man, you know, two or three of us just standing up talking. You know, police come and harass us. You know, so. Those to me were steps to uh, precursors for gentrification, mm-hmm. you know. And then also East High School, um, they turned East as big as it is into a entire what STEM mm-hmm. STEM school, mm-hmm. and where they can easily have a STEM segment or STEM program, but they turned the entire school into this you know special school, mm-hmm. and and shipping all the kids to Melrose or what's a, up with that, Douglas. It, it's a plan. It's a plan. Yeah, it's a plan. So you, you really got to pay attention. And we as a people need to pay more attention to what's going on in our communities. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, well, yeah, they're, they're gentrifying it, but we can buy it also. Mm-hmm. We can go to these meetings also and voice our opinion. You know, we can say, no, this is not right. Or or we can say, no, we want it done this way. But we got to stay at the table and not on the menu. Mm. Yeah. Have you ever had to step in one of the meetings and say, "No, this is not right." Absolutely. This community. Several times, I bet. I, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm vocal every now and then, mm-hmm. you know. So, but, but we as people, yeah, we, we got to do better about, you know, being at the table, mm-hmm. and not just mm-hmm. thinking we don't have power because we do. Yeah. You know, when, when you're told you don't have power, then, and you believe that, then, yeah, you, 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 you know, that's when no action is, you know, done. So. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you keep up with politics. A little bit, a little Did bit. Did you watch the Democratic debate? You know what? I haven't been watching the debates as much this year. Uh, I, I watch. I always watch the news clippings. Uh, one, one of my routines in the morning, I watch the This Is Your World in 90 Seconds on CBS. Mm-hmm. You know, so I always do that. Uh, and then I watch, like, little clips online, you know, Joe Biden and and uh, uh, Warren, Warren and, and, and Sanders, you know. You know, I I I like um, Biden, mm-hmm. I, and I and I like um, uh, who did I just say? Warren. No, no, no. Um, Barry, uh, Sanders. 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 Uh, you know, he he's Bernie. he Bernie. He's been consistent with his message for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's been talking about universal health care for a long time. He's been talking about 
discrimination for a long time, mm-hmm. you know. But I think right now the the he have he may have have lost his opportunity, you know, because of his health. Because of his health and and just like Hillary, you know, Hillary ran for president how many times? Mm, just two, two, right? Two times, you know. Would they really take her seriously for a third time? You know. She don't have her head in the ring. Does she still have time to put it in there? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think she can. She could, but you know, it's like you know, you 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 ran your course, you know. And I think, unfortunately, Bernie has run run his course, you know. So. Yeah, it was very interesting last night. It oh, was really? like over three hours, but I caught most of it. Uh-huh. And I, I believe that although Biden is like considered the front run, runner right. now based on polls, Warren is yeah, up that, on. yeah, that's what I heard. So yeah. all the other candidates uh-huh. attacked Warren. Uh, yeah, I, I, they I wouldn't heard even that. go for Biden though, mm-hmm. and that was interesting to me considering the thing came out with his son having business dealings right. in the Ukraine. So right. I was like, why are they going for Warren cutthroat? Because she probably is going to be the front runner. Right, soon. absolutely. Wow. Do you think President Trump will be impeached? No. No. I, he could be. He, I mean, I, I think there's there are legal grounds for impeachment, but I don't think at this point they're going to do that. He only got one more year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only, yeah. His his time is coming to an end. And do you I, think it's really going to end in 2020? I think so. I hope so. Yeah, I, hope I, so. I but, really can't say with confidence it will though. Right, because you know after what happened last time, I was. I think everybody was <laughs> surprised. With Trump, are you, are you serious? <laughs> we was looking sick the next day. At work. Trump. Like what? Did and, we have a nightmare? And we didn't know how. Let me say, I didn't. I didn't know how bad that he would be. You know how how divisive he would. How bad of a president he would be. Now now economically, the carryover is from Obama and 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 the 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 things that he put in place. If you go back and look at the market, the market was on a, a trend up. When Trump got into office, it's um, always a carryover like that. But the president right. in office always takes credit for exactly, it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's part of the you know part of the script. Yeah, I did this, I did this. You know, um, you know. But, but I I think that I hope that we really get out and vote for one single candidate, um, and we get a new person in in office. I do too, John. So wow, this is going to be interesting now. I want to say congratulations to you, John, because you are getting married soon. Yes, yes, yes. Congratulations. Yes, yes. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank now, you. Now, I know you and your fiance, Natalie, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're longtime supporters of the pod. Right. Yeah, yeah, you did come to the podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and your engagement photos were just absolutely stunning. Thank you. You get thank that you. all the time. Uh yeah, people like the engagement photos. You know, <laughs> who did who did your pictures? Uh, this guy named Uche Uche Uche. Yeah, uh, over in Little Rock. He did that. Yeah, she probably found Uche didn't. Mm, she probably did. Yeah, because well, well, well. At first, we were going to use his other photographer, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the other photographer. A lot of people use here. She used more expensive. You know, took great pra- pictures and everything, and we looked at his profile. I'm like, you know, he, these are nice and everything, you know, and um, and he was cheaper, you know, mm-hmm. money man, you know, hey, numbers. <laughs> Looking hey, at the numbers, hey, yeah, these look good for this price, <laughs> you know. So, um, you know, nervously she went, you know, went with him and everything, but 
know, it turns out she really loved the pictures. Uh, I, I, I love the pictures. So, Very yeah, I'm pleased with them. Thank you. So tell us how you and Natalie met. So uh, it went down in the DM. <laughs> oh, it went down in the DM. Yes. yes who it, hit up who first? It, it went down in the DM. Mm. Uh, I think we were maybe Facebook friends initially. Um, and then we got connected on Instagram and, um, I remember she, she took, she did this photo shoot, um, Riley Brown, fraternity brother, Riley Brown took yeah. some pictures. He did our, uh, 20th anniversary. Oh, pictures. did he? Yeah. Good, good, good. So, and I was thinking of the picture, I'm like, well, she looks cool. And then, you know, as, as a guy, you got to observe her, you know. And, and or, or maybe women too, you know, you got to see what they putting out there. Is that what y'all do? Right, right, okay. right. You know, see if she's putting putting out there some 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 scandalous pictures or too much revealing, or or she's saying you know crazy stuff on on Instagram. You know, if if she say crazy stuff on Instagram, then you know she goes talk crazy in person, or her okay. personality might not so you be. Was, you know. was trolling Natalie stuff at that point. But I was observing. You was, I'm yeah. sorry. I was observing. analyzing, okay. Ment- mentally anal- analyzing. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so she seemed pretty calm, pretty fun, and everything. You know, she said a couple of deep things every now and then. And this one caption on her picture, on this one particular picture, said, "See it in me." And I was like, you know what? I see it, girl. <laughs> let me <laughs> let me check this out here. Let me okay. let me just see what she's about. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, was send a, a fishing line. You know, hey, how you doing? Or you know, nice picture or whatever. Or you know, throw throw a fishing line out there. She responded, you know, and and it just you know sort of took off from there. Mm-hmm. I I invited her to one of the last events that I had was a Halloween event. Mm-hmm. So put it together last minute again. I, I really hadn't done events in a minute, but I was like, you know, this this sounds like a good idea. Let me just do this, you know. And I invited her, and she didn't come. <laughs> right. So I'm like, look at her. She didn't even come. So I you know hit her up, and you know, it's like, hey, you know, thought I was gonna see you there. But now what's what's really interesting about us, like you call me a quasi, you know, socialite, she's the total opposite. Really? Total antisocial, very quiet, um, true introvert. Mm. You know, even when we go somewhere, she she would prefer just to sit down and be by herself if she decides to go, you know. Mm-hmm. So totally, totally opposite in that that realm. You know, I'm I'm go, yeah, hey, dapper bear, hey, you know, you know, what's up, yeah. girl, and all this stuff, and and she's just totally opposite. Maybe you, you know. need that balance, John. Yeah, I guess so. And but she's good with you being social. Sometimes. Natalie. Ah, <laughs> okay, well, she got to reel you in. Sometimes, you know, yeah. So sometimes she's like, social. yeah, let's Maybe go. So- <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Wow, when is the big day? November, November sixteenth. No, that's around the corner. It's it's a month. What's today? Today is the sixteenth. Today is a month. Oh, <laughs> yes, it's gonna be like you know a big alpha, aka event. Actually, no, it's 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 gonna be a little small. We're, we're capping it at a hundred people. Right, and uh, so uh, it's gonna be a smaller wedding. You know, I got. How many people? One, two, three, four people with me, you know, and she got three. Couple of line brothers? Uh, one. Okay. One, one. Shout out, you know, Kevin Black. He, he's representing for all of Fall 93. You know, wish I can have all my, my LBs up there. Um, But, you know, we're, we're keeping it small. So, again, you know, shout out to, you know, Kevin, who's representing for the rest of the line. So. Okay. 
Right. So Kevin, uh, one of my childhood friends, uh, Rob, you know, the best man. Zade, who, mm-hmm. Zade, yeah, who who's another fraternity brother who you know we oh. became you know close uh, at, at Lemoyne on. And my best person is uh, Shawana Lewis, a female. What? Yeah, that's yeah. non-traditional. It is. It is non-traditional, but I you like know. It. You know, me and Sharana got became friends maybe what ten, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. I don't know how long. But she's your best friend, right? Right. right. All, all of them are best friends, and she's just you know the best person. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that's how I see it. So Natalie gonna have her male best friend as a. Now she got females. Okay. See that? Yeah, she could. You know, she could. Okay. Long as long as you know we, hey, how was it? Yeah, I'm best friends. <laughs> I ain't talking about none. What, what was the movie uh, with Tay Diggs? Uh, best man. Be- yeah, ain't yeah. no best man. Ain't no best man going on. Ain't, ain't nobody having no flashbacks <laughs> at the altar. You know. Oh wow! What are the colors? Uh, you better know the colors. There are about five of them. It's five colors. It is. It's it's black, blush. Mm. Whatever color that is, obviously you know black blush. Get it right. Gold, maroon, and all brown skin. Oh, I'm calling Natalie. What's Natalie number? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I know it's going to be absolutely uh, beautiful, John, and uh, I'm happy for you because you, you have been, you know, considered single for quite some time. And you have always been, you know, you're handsome, a nice, eligible bachelor. So I'm Man, glad you found it, someone to make it. you happy. I, I, I'm glad too. And yeah. you look happy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes. I, I think that she was assigned to me. Yes. So. See, when you know that, you know she's yeah. the one. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Congratula- congratulations once again. And you know what? I want to thank you, John, for um, supporting everything that I've been doing. And you are actually one of the sponsors yeah. for the upcoming mm-hmm. Lemoyne on College third verbally effective podcast live show. Live. So I want to thank yes, you for yes, that yes. as well. Are you coming? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll okay, be there. Right, uh-huh. right. Because it's like I think a lot of alumni that will be on the yard between eleven and one that day. What day is that? Is that on the Friday? Friday twenty fifth. I may be there. Okay, I understand yeah. because that's kind of hard to get off at that time yeah. for us adults. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I work twenty four seven. But so you know, I'm gonna shout you out. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. You. I, I, I'm gonna do everything possible, possible to be there. So okay. So at this time, I want you to let everyone know how they can get in touch with you. Sure, they can go to my Facebook page uh, at J Corns Real Estate, or just search John C Corns with the middle initial John C Corns, and my real estate page will you know pop up. Or follow me on Instagram at J Corns Real Estate, J C O R N E S Real Estate, and you know my IG will pop up, and you know uh, I got a got a good response rate on on Facebook. Like I said, I'm I'm always you know re- replying mm-hmm. and. Giving everybody, you know, tips and and stuff, and doing videos and, you know, knowledge about real estate. So got the pod coming twenty twenty. Right. Got the pod coming twenty twenty. Yes. And another thing coming twenty twenty, I'm gonna start back doing events. Yes. 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 Got got some got some events lined up. Got the venue lined up. Again, you know, one one of my things is um, I love supporting Memphis live music artists. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so many talented. Right. So many talented people. Uh, when when Berlon and I were doing Mecca Productions and Soul for Sundays, we we easily worked with over fifty musical artists, poets, musicians. Easy, you know. There there are 
I've, I've worked with probably the majority, at least 90% of the musical artists, singers here in Memphis. And a lot of people don't know that, you know. So so I want to get back to really supporting, you know, the music scene here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brother Seven, mm-hmm. shout out to Brother Seven. <laughs> you know, we did, we did seven years of events, mm-hmm. you know, upscale events at different different venues from the Orpheum to the Tower Room to La Pavillon to... Uh, Who I was involved with, Brother Seth? Okay, good, good idea. I mean, good, 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 good question. Um, it was myself, Frank Patterson, Jerry Roach, Willie Jackson, L. McKinney, Tim Anderson, and Willie Burley. Mm-hmm. So, and I tell you how it started. I was I was vice president of the fraternity, um, and I proposed to them that we started doing events so that they would supplement and help our uh, community initiatives. You know, by by doing these events, one, we can raise money, and then, two, we can, you know, get the word out about what we're really doing. And they didn't support it. Mm. So, and so here's an exclusive also. So, um, me and Willie Jackson, we, we were sitting on the couch over over one of my fraternity, but other fraternity brother houses, Tim Anderson, his, his, his sister house. And I was telling Willie, I was like, man, you know what? They shot it down, man. A, a, you know, ADL, you know, they need to just, you know, go ahead and start doing this, right? Because everybody was doing something. The Qs were doing something, doing Classic Weekend. The Sigmas had this big splash party. And we wasn't doing anything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, we, we, uh, we they, they know us for taking care of business. But back in college, like I said, Alphas used to kick it. Okay. So we could do that on an alumni level. So Willie was like, you know what, man? We need to do this. I said, you know what? You're right. I'm going to make some calls. We're going to do this, right? Mm-hmm. So from there, I called. I thought about it. I, I wanted Alpha representation from different regions, mm-hmm. you know, different areas of Alpha. So Jerry Roach, big TSU, you know, alumni. So he had the TSU crowd. Frank Patterson. And also Jerry was a former past president. And then mm-hmm. Frank Patterson went to JSU. Mm-hmm. And, and he was in leadership, you know, uh, past leadership at the chapter. So I got those, and then I said, you know what? I need, you know, hit my boy Willie Burley, you know, HBCU. You know, he had to get, you know, more what? HBCU love, Russ College in there. Tim Anderson. Tim was good with graphics, mm-hmm. um, and Tim went to Martin. So, you know, pulling in Martin people. Yeah, I was strategic with that right. brother Seth. Right, right, Um And then, actually, I reached out to some other guys, and at that time, they was like, well, no, nah, man, I'm doing this, you know, thing. I don't know how this go pop off, you know. So I'm going to just, you know, keep doing this. I said, okay, cool. I reached out to two other fraternity brothers. They couldn't do it. So I, then I said, you know what? No, or I think it may have been Chill, Willie Jackson, said, you know what? What about L? I said, you know, L, yeah, that makes sense. Let's call L. So I called L, brought L in, and L was really a, the, a critical missing piece mm-hmm. because then L came up with, where we should throw our first event. Mm-hmm. And that was the Hunt Feeling, Memphis's oldest historic mansion built in 1826 on Bill Street. So I said, you know what? That would be cool. So I called the owner. Uh, shout out to the owner. I was going to say his name, but I know, know the owner. And solidified the event. And that's where Brother Seven took off. Mm-hmm. And the venue, if you've never been in the Hunt Feeling, it's so sexy. Mm-hmm. It's it's classic. It's It's classy. It's exclusive, and that Very was exclusive. right. So that really set our brand, you know, as this, you know, upscale, exclusive guys doing these upscale events. Mm-hmm. And out of seven years of throwing parties, we never had one incident at a party. Mm-hmm. 
in Memphis. In Memphis. Right. <laughs> Gangster walking and all, you know. We never had one incident. Wow. Right. Oh, you getting that, that that old thing, that old party thing back going in twenty twenty, huh? I'm gonna I'm gonna do some yeah, do some do some stuff. Right, right. Um I used to do this series called Uptown. Mm-hmm. Live music, um, live music event. So I'm, I'm gonna bring that back uptown. You know, it's a lot of new artists mm-hmm. too. From mm-hmm. like from when you were doing work with a lot of the you know local artists, it's so many new ones. Right, awesome. I know, I saw. And, and shout out to to Shana. You know, she's been working with uh, yeah. a lot of artists. She's you a know. perfect contact. Right. Yeah. 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 So shout out to Shana. You know, she's you know help helping you know carry the torch in Memphis of of doing. You know, different type of events and, and, and giving a platform to these musical artists. Tanya Dyson, you know. Yes. Tanya is less. Got to call Tanya, you yes. know. Tanya do it all. Right, absolutely. Yes. So. Wow. Well, you know what? Good luck on everything that you got going. Congratulations once again on the upcoming nuptials in November. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, an exact month away. November one 16th. month. Yes. Exactly yes. one month. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, John. And thanks so much for coming by the Verbally Effective Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me.